Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Hashtag Science. I am your host, Jason Skribulis, and I'm joined on my virtual left uh, by Matt Metcalf. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Good, good. Uh, I'm sore from a car accident this week, but, you know. Well, you know. C'est la vie. <laughs> uh, Gotta live it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is the actual first episode, episode one. Woo! I'm real fucking excited. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, good it's only been like four months yeah we're professionals at this point we're, yeah we know what we're doing yeah <laughs> as my uh, skype has failed like three times and it's, it's skype though we're not at least we're not recording the skype call because it'd be a fucking train wreck um so yeah uh episode one I'm excited. This thing's going to come out on April 22nd, Earth Day, March for Science. Yep, got my sign ready. Oh, you do? Did you go with tread? Don't tread on me? Don't tread on science, yes. Yeah, all right, perfect. Uh, I have not made a sign yet. That will be tomorrow's task. I am probably going to make some... I have no idea. I'm going to find one on the internet and take it. I'm going to I'm gonna be honest. Very, very creative. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Right, so let's let's do our our intros of who we are, what we do, why we do this thing, um, for for newcomers. Um, Matt, go for it. You're a you're a master's student, right? <laughs> uh, yes. So I am a master's student at Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, cool. I am ooh, actually finishing up my project. Um, we'll say that now. Um, yeah, it's, you took a transmitter out today. Uh, well, I, yeah, I caught I caught a snake to take the transmitter out today. Um, so I've been tracking eastern indigo snakes, which is a federally threatened species. Um, I only have two of them left out there, and so we've been starting to take them back in and get them. Uh, they have radio transmitters surgically implanted inside their bodies, and so we go into the vet, take those out, and then we're going to go release them so that, that I don't have to bother them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's for uh, the next student right <laughs> yeah that'll be for someone else to do with cool 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 so yeah finishing that up and then uh still looking for jobs and uh reach out to us if you have a job opening for a snake biologist yes if you are hiring for a herpetologist matthew metcalf <laughs> is your guy um but I'm, but I'm also uh assisting my advisor with uh diamondback rattlesnake uh telemetry that he's also doing around the campus which is pretty cool that's right, and that's not a day trip. You can just go to campus, which is always nice. Yeah, I, I literally go after I teach class. Yeah, I, I did undergrad research on reptile biodiversity on on the airport nearby, and it was literally attached to the campus because we had an air traffic control program. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so great to like just step outside in your field sites right there. Yeah, I uh, these lakes, man. So tell us about your stuff. All right, I'm a I'm a PhD student at Oakland University in the Detroit area. Um, I study how the environment and the climate affect uh, metabolism, and how we can use that to predict uh, interactions between hosts and their parasites, uh, namely in flatworms. And I'm starting to get acquainted with. Uh, BD, that huge fungal parasite that is killing everything. Yep. Big uh, amphibian. 
Oh yeah, it, it's it's a bad deal. Uh, but we work with that, and I'll be delving into that later in my d- dissertation. Very cool. Uh, hopefully, in like the last year. Um, and I'm about to write my proposal over the summer, so hey, um, that that'll mark the three years left area of my life. Just three years. Oh yeah, just three years. The best part of science is the writing, right? Actually, I would rather be doing that and working with data than like most other things. Oh. Well, uh, I'll do the field work. You can write. I'm I'm a crazy person. Yes, you you get some good snake fungal disease data, and I will I will I will hook you up. I know a guy, and that guy's me. <laughs> that works even better. Yep. Cool. So, about this show, hashtag science. I, I came up with this stupid idea. I about this time, 2016, I think, in my brain. Yeah, it's about right. Uh, I rope rope a doped this motherfucker into it. Uh, probably what in in the summertime. Yeah, I think so. That sounds about right. Yeah, he uh, just told me I could get drunk and talk about science. So that's why the fuck not? We're grad students. We're drunk all the time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's a constant. Um, yeah, we 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 met at a nerdy marine science camp teaching little kids marine science so uh we figured we'll just get drunk and talk about it some like science is cool it's pretty rad uh and hopefully we'll get to talk to some other scientists in whatever other fields they want to be in be it engineering medicine ecology uh biomed i don't i don't really care psychology if you are a scientist you reach out to us we will probably want to talk to you at some point as long as you're not boring science is never boring (laughs) no as long as long as they're not boring yeah right you gotta you gotta eat that microphone like this like i'm doing right now (laughs) and make it talk really good so on to our show Matt, what the hell has been going on with you? Like, you're, you're catching your snakes, you're getting ready to start, or getting ready to stop, really. Getting ready to stop. What what the fuck else is going on? You teach a billion classes. Uh, yeah, I teach bio two labs. Um, no. Yeah, it's alright. It's fun. Um, get to show shit in class, like penis fencing and flatworms. Oh, fuck yeah. And, uh... I always try to make it something like inappropriate, so you know <laughs> things like that, like the pearl fish that lives inside the asshole of sea cucumbers. It's perfect. It's good shows. family fun like that. <laughs> family fun, uh huh. It's nature, oh, right? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I've just been trying to keep on, keep on. <laughs> Man, it's been. The life of a grad student. Some shenanigans going on with writing. We've had some bad experiments. We've had just a whole... It feels like a shit show sometimes. Like a big, large, like unnecessary shit show. (laughs) But it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll live. That's how it goes. Unless I get hit by another car. Then maybe not. Well, I'm good now. Yeah, no. I'm still driving, like, the first car I got. Yeah. Ever. 
<laughs> so it's still going. It's cool. It's cool. So Matt, this first news story we're going to talk about today is pretty much right up your alley. Why don't you take it? Why don't you? Why don't you roll with it? Already know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, this has kind of been making the rounds on social media, especially. Especially your social media. Especially my social media. <laughs> uh, I cannot tell you, because I'm the snake guy, how many times I've gotten this fucking like, advertisement for this thing. <laughs> so, a million people have sent this to me. Yeah. In Australia, uh, the police have raided a crystal meth lab, and they had a... Uh, they took in this carpet python that <laughs> was addicted to meth. That is probably like, there's like maybe two other animals I would not want to encounter while on meth. Yeah. One of them is probably a shark. Uh, I don't know how that would be even possible. Hmm. And then maybe one of those like fucking funnel spiders or whatever the hell they got over there. We could make that work. I mean, yeah. We can figure that out. As long as you've got, like, tempered bulletproof glass in front, I ain't going near it. Mm. <laughs> well, if you're, like, out of the water, you should be fine. But I can't see it. <laughs> you can see. No, you, should, like, you gotta be looking down on them. It, you're, we gotta get a bulletproof glass-bottom boat. Okay, well, I'm gonna work on that. You got it. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Alabama, <laughs> so I could probably get the meth easier, but... That, yeah, it is true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this poor guy, this poor little python, was... Uh, I thought you were talking about the people that got arrested for a hot second. Of course you didn't find <laughs> No. Um, I do not endorse methamphetamine. Uh, <laughs> like, if you're going to cook it at your house, just make sure you don't get caught, I guess. You got to break and bad that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do it in a trailer out in the desert. Exactly. Um, but so this... Uh, actually, was, I guess it was fairly small. Six foot long. Jungle python. Um was showing showing signs of addiction so he was very shaky very aggressive um twitchy and looking like dave Chappelle. so he wasn't actually doing meth like he wasn't shooting up but he was in the room where all the fumes and all that were so he was actually addicted to meth that's crazy and when they took him in to be rehabilitated uh they they actually did like a rehabilitation program um (laughs) Which is pretty awesome. Like, I'm glad they didn't just kill it. Yeah, that's they that's uh, more than our dumbass country will do. Yeah, right. I was a little, I was a little disappointed they didn't like. So they they talked about weaning him off of it, and I, like, did they spray meth fumes at him? I'm pretty sure the prisoners did not spray meth on a snake. Like, I mean, he was <laughs> yeah, he was also yeah. rehabilitated in a prison. Forgot to mention that part. Yeah, uh, that that is probably the coolest part of this whole thing, though. Like that that prison cares for so many animals. They have like 250, according to this BBC article. Yeah. And like they're blurring out this dude's face because he's holding the snake. I was like, eh. yeah. What did what did he do? I and mean, you can easily like figure out what the face looks like. Like if I saw him outside, to be like, you're. I the- mean, that's that's basically just Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah. Look at that handlebar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just like. I mean, he's got like a gray mustache now. So uh, as soon as that snake is off him, he's just gonna rip that green shirt off and yeah, <laughs> go just Hulkamania, power bomb somebody. <laughs> you know, Australia. Yeah, well, also Australia. So it's 
Very, and it's really it's really funny because it, it reminds me of uh, like when I when I track the rattlesnakes on campus, we have uh, a group of inmates that come around and they like spray for exotic plants and stuff like that. And uh, <clears throat> so whenever we're tracking the rattlesnakes, they always freak out and they're like, "Okay, what the fuck? Is there any around here?" And they you know <laughs> ask all these questions about it. And then, uh, but they're actually like they're actually like real nice, real nice inmate inmates. Did they ask if they're poisonous? Um, none of them asked if they're poisonous, which is nice. <laughs> they, uh, they know that now, but they, uh, <laughs> so whenever we actually see them and they're around, we'll like point it out to them. And it all, it always cracks me up because, <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, they've, they've been there a million times and they've all, they've you know, they've seen these snakes constantly. Um, they've actually had, so they're, they're spraying like that blue colored, like herbicide everywhere. Yeah probably like 24d or something yeah i can't i don't know what it's called but one of the one of the rattlesnakes actually had like blue stripes on it so like he got fucking sprayed and they had no <laughs> idea that they oh, were spraying man. this rattlesnake um so they blend in just so well um That's but every crazy. single time they see them like uh they always come over there and then they like make this huge ordeal like oh shit look at that oh my god it's gigantic like like <laughs> how many's over here and they like freak out about it and it always just cracks me up because I'm like, you, like you have face tattoos and you're worried about this snake that's like just chilling, like hey, man. hasn't messed with you. <laughs> but I mean, are are they really big though? Uh some of them. Some of them are decent okay. size. So they're not not bad. But again, but I think I think if you I think if you're getting like a face tattoo, you probably thing. shouldn't be worried about rattlesnakes. That's true. Or wild animals. That's very true in general. Yeah, or like you shouldn't be afraid of things if you're taking like a needle to the face constantly. <laughs> oh man! But cracks me up. Yeah, I, I like the idea of a prison, um, a minimum security prison, being able to take care of like wildlife that needs to be like housed for some reason. Like it's like a like a hu- uh, humane society or something. Yeah, I I think it's an excellent idea. Um, because I mean, uh, you know, obviously they you have a lot of mental issues that happen while being in a like in a prison. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a good, it's calming. It's you know I think it's good. I think it's good for both. Yeah, especially for these guys who are probably in there for like tax evasion or some stupid shit. Like I had like eight parking tickets and now I'm in jail. You know they're in there for meth and they're just hanging out with the python that they had for forever. <laughs> they're like, hey buddy, I missed you. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man! Okay, Jesus. let's let's move on to the next one. That was oh man. Do we have to? You don't have to. This headline is so crazy. Like I saw that, I was like, that fucking can't be real, right? Yeah. No. Well, it's also drug addicted python rehabilitated yeah, like... by Australian prisoners. They... <laughs> he he had to constrict little kids that the meth dealers were selling the drugs to, and then eat them. And then, like, bioaccumulation or some shit. Yeah, they, they, because I think it says in here somewhere that uh, this is pretty common for drug dealers to have things like, like, large snakes, like pythons and stuff, um, because it will scare people away. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I mean, I, if I saw, like, a giant python in there, I'd, I'd probably walk in. Yeah. I guess I'm probably a little different than everyone else, but. That's fair. I'd be like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> then and then like I'd end up playing with the snake and then be like, "Oh, this is a meth lab." Oopsie. Oh, okay. Cool. Poor life choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'll just come take care of your snake all day." 
Please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell anyone about your crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's move it on. I think this, this next one is way too cool. Uh, this the story um, about a ant species that only eats termites um, yeah, this is, is uh, carrying its wounded comrades back to its home and then letting them recover to go on subsequent uh, raids of termites. And, like, that's... That's... that's we barely crazy. do that. Yeah. We're humans. We barely do that. Carry <laughs> off... God, and these pictures are just insane to me. Oh, I know. I I wish I had a camera that was that good. Oh, yeah. I... But these these African ants, they go in. Um, sometimes the termites will pull off a leg, and that's kind of a big deal. They lose their, uh, their body pressure, their fluid pressure inside. Uh, they get carried back by the, the ants. They're basically just left to heal themselves and like re-equilibrate to like having five or four legs or whatever but then they go back and they're just as fast yeah which is insane first of all ants ants bees wasps all those just blow my mind anyway oh yeah they're how intelligent and how like intense they are yeah they're like they do stuff that's so crazy, like how they how they evolved to do that. Yeah, I think is impressive, and I still think I I don't think the literature is still there to actually know why. Right? Yeah, I don't. As, as far as I know, this is all fairly fairly new stuff, especially with like small organisms like that, like. We're really like just scratching the surface of yeah. understanding even the smallest parts of them, especially their social behavior. Yeah, carrying their injured back. Yeah, it's like away from away from the battle so that they can like re- like recuperate and come back. Yeah, I think I think how these the this research group did this in the Ivory Coast is crazy. They looked at. Um, in, they looked at the nest itself with an infrared camera. They could see like the size of each ant. Some of them had termites like attached because once they die, they they they're still attached with their uh, mandibles. And they saw that a lot of them also lost limbs. Um, but then they marked like a cr- they marked the injured ants with like paint or like we would mark snails in the lab with like nail polish on the shell mm-hmm. um and then they they just basically got a proportion of those uh those those injured ants and how they um went back to help attack more termites yeah and it was like 95 percent. 95 percent of them that were Ugh. carried back took part in subsequent raids Sometimes less than an hour after the injury. That's that's too crazy. Yeah, like, blows my mind. That'd be like losing your leg. I mean, of course, we're obviously very different than ants. But, like, losing yeah. your leg and then, you know, 30 minutes later being like, all right, I'm good. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Rambo. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. I've seen a Rambo movie like that. Yeah. Every, every. Every Rambo. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's got like no limbs left and he's still running out there. Yeah, so it was it was cool that they also uh, tried to see injured ant survival when they forced them to like return to the nest alone, and they just got eaten by spiders. <laughs> what did it say? A third of them? Yeah. Yeah. Was... Only a third of, no, no, a third of them died. Yeah, a third of them got eaten, which makes sense. Yeah, which I mean, but still, that's I mean, that's two thirds that survived. That's not not bad. Obviously, it's not ninety five percent, but right, right. Um, but again, that's, I mean, they, cause they work in, you know, they, they have like the group mentality. So yeah. Hunting yeah. in a group. And yeah, with, with, with their genetics, it makes a lot of sense that they need to take care of each other. But even, even rescuing them from being injured is almost unheard of until now. Right. Yeah. I think this I is the first that. time they've ever um, they've ever mentioned this or seen this at all. I, I want to know how big these ants are, though. I don't know. It's in Science Advances Journal. Um, so it's behind a $300 paywall. Paywall. <laughs> Look it up on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. Only the, only the most primary of sources. The best. Every Wikipedia always knows. It doesn't know about Turing equations. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, that'll be that'll be later. <laughs> yeah, how big is how big is this ant? Were you looking it up or me? I mean, I'll look it up. Oh, I'm like, oh. this would be a good time to mention that on our on our website we'll have a bunch of show notes and we'll have links to all these articles, and the papers if we have them, or the the if we can get them, <laughs> the abstracts or something like that. Uh, some of these press releases have videos. So those videos will be there. Definitely watch some of these videos that we're posting up. Yeah, there's a yeah, video. There's a video for the ants. Long. That's almost almost an inch. An inch. That's pretty. That's a sizable ant. Yeah. I had to, I had to like look at my pinky because that's how much an inch is apparently, and I was like, okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty good size. They look scary. <laughs> Are you looking at like pictures and shit of them? I'm uh, looking at a picture of like a rating column on Wikipedia. It's just a line of ants. <laughs> oh my god, I'm d- I can't I can't do that right now. Awesome. Uh, I'll have to. Look. I'm gonna look those up later. Yeah, definitely do that. I'm a big uh, insect fan, so insects are kind of cool. They move. They move some crazy ways. That's why I like them. Kind of cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. All around. Some cool. of them are gross, though. Yeah. Like roaches <laughs> are the only ones that I can't. I can't do. Yeah. All right. Well, you wanna you wanna move on? Talk about this next paper from Nature. Yeah. Came out last week. Yeah. Let's do that. Go for it. Which wait? Which which one that came out in Nature? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how lizards get their spots. These oscillated lizards in Ooh, Australia. Oh, yeah. Back to Australia. It always goes back to Australia. Always back to Australia. Um, these lizards will probably try to kill you at some point. Um, just because they're... <laughs> they're venomous. Right. And poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think that's true, but probably. <laughs> I don't know. I've never eaten an oscillated lizard. It's true. You never know until you do it, huh? Yeah. Somebody in Australia let us know. 
yeah, they they should have answered that on this thing. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> what they were looking at was how uh, how these lizards were able to get their spots and their coordination uh, between skin cells for the color pattern. Yeah. Um, they did some fairly interesting. Like my mom's a math teacher, she would probably find this like super fascinating. <laughs> but they uh, compared some mathematical uh, rules, um, so the Turing equations, which we could not find any information on. Not not by that name, and yeah, since not, I don't know what it is. Yeah, and then I'll like try again. the link they have on this article like doesn't lead to shit. So um, I'll, I'll see if I can find something. Like but it. it's a it, anyway, it's a mathematical rule um, that describes how animals um, can develop stripes and spots. Um, so it's continuous across the organism. Uh, and is determined like independently of other features such as like scales or something like that. Um, so it was really interesting. They they kind of put these Turing equations uh, to the test, and it was able to show like self determination of these spots. Um, so as the uh, as the lizards aged, um, the spots went from like brown with white spots to com- like convoluted patterns. So green, black, kind of like spotchy. Um, so they had all these different scale pattern changes, and they put um, these cameras on, um, like imaging for tracking for the fate of these uh, hexagonal squ- uh, scales. So yeah. they had about five thousand of these scales that they looked at for each reptile. Yeah. If, if you've never seen an oscillated oscillated lizard, uh, they basically look like pixel art. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Uh. They're each, very impressive looking. Each scale has its own, really its own kind of color. Um, and so, and it really just, it kind of looks like somebody threw up a bunch of scales. And it's just kind of like yeah. splattered everywhere. All right, here we here we go. I, I got something that kind of makes sense. It's broken down for me very well. Oh, good. <laughs> That's what so, I need. I need to dumb down. I got, I got the most dumb. <laughs> uh, so... I guess Alan Turing came up with a system of uh, equations that can be used for like chemical reaction diffusion. So like the diffusion of some like activator of a enzyme and how it diffuses out to continually uh, affect the region. And so I guess the same thing is going to be held true with these colors. So I think what they're doing is that each each skin area that they're looking at in this model is basically looking at how many of a color is around it and then like reacting that way. Mm. If that halfway makes any sense. Yeah, reacting to what is next to it. Yeah. And so some of these patterns that are coming up are they look pretty pretty darn close that these are like simulated uh they're calling them Turing patterns which makes sense um <laughs> because of that but but you're but I'm seeing like all these different patterns um in this image of a oscillated lizard and so I guess he um and this is probably going back to the zebrafish um where the stripes are dictated by uh the diffusion of the protein 
Yeah, I was about to say, uh, they the mentioned signal. zebrafish skin cells interact with each other and establish similar patterns. Yeah, so I, I, it doesn't, I mean, obviously they're not striped, so like it must be like self-contained units like they like you were saying earlier that um all of the like each it's like almost regional but then the regions are intermixed and they're creating these fantastical looking patterns they're so cool they they are i love reptiles are are so awesome like i just fucking love them are they illegal to own um get one Probably not. They're probably not. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're of their like protective status or not. That doesn't matter, apparently. No, 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 no. It doesn't. You can always, you can always have a permit for something. I mean, just don't tell on me. Yeah. Internet. That's a that's a permit enough, right? On the record, I do not have a oscillated lizard, but I really want one. <laughs> Jason's uh, address is <laughs> <laughs> uh, the place that they want to burn down in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> you're in Detroit. Nobody's gonna come out there to find you. You'll be fine. No, <laughs> like, oh, we got other dumb shit to deal with. More fish. Yeah, I stuff like like what the some of the tags on this paper are. Like computational physics. Uh, let me pull it up again. Yeah. That stuff is super interesting to me. And like biophysics, nonlinear uh, phenomena, applied math. Like applied math is why I'm in science, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to take these enzyme uh, kinetics equations and then just scale them up to be able to predict where my parasites can be. And so far it's halfway working. (laughs) We're doing like 800 different parasites. It seems like, but right now um, we can, we can take our infection data and, and and predict it uh, using metabolism. So like stuff like this, is that's cool. uh, Like if I could, if I could just come and, like do that all the time that'd be awesome (laughs) i'll definitely do that i think you could yeah yeah (laughs) that's why you're getting the phd right (laughs) i guess so (laughs) (laughs) you better you better hope so yeah i better hope so three years (laughs) we'll have a better job market we hope yeah (laughs) for certain scientific fields and professions yeah there will Um, there will always be parasites so there will always be parasites, and there will always be parasites coming back because apparently climate change doesn't exist to the uh, people who want to yeah. maybe give us money. So Yeah, right? Money is that kind of thing. <laughs> Send right. your money onto my house. Yeah. Okay. I, all right, all right. I think we can't we can't ignore this dumb giant shipworm any longer. Oh right? no, yeah. It's so cool though. <laughs> it's the But it's real weird. It's it's real weird. It's it's not a worm. So yeah, they they found where did they find this thing? Ooh, like, how did they find it? Uh, well, I know they, they just found it in a lagoon. It's in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, but they did work at the University of Utah. Okay. Um, I mean, where the where did they find the actual worm though? 
The Philippines. Uh, okay. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They found it from the mud. It, yeah, it's yeah. at a. They live right. in a lagoon. Um, and they pretty much like plucked this guy out and put him into a PVC pipe uh, because they live. They're almost like a tube worm. They're, they're highly scientific equipment called PVC. PVC. <laughs> <laughs> Very fancy. Probably yeah. duct taped together. Of course, it was duct taped as always. Uh, no, it was hot glued together. We're in ecology. We know what's up. Oh, that's true. It's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be like uh, like yeah, ecologi- so. ecologically safe. Yeah, it's got to be siliconed and galvanized steel screws. Yeah, this guy has been this guy has been studying shitworms since 1989. Which did you say shitworms or shipworms? The P. <laughs> but also maybe maybe shitworms too. I mean, they look like it. You're the parasite guy, right? Yeah. Uh, they're not worms, though. <laughs> yeah, they found this thing. Hold on. I need, a, I need a new beer for this, so keep talking. Oh, oh God, God, yes, yes please. please. Um, <laughs> this... this fake worm is alternative worm. Uh, they they found it in, in a mudflat. They picked it up. They brought it back to the lab. It's the only one that uh, science knows of that was alive. They only know it from uh, dead specimens that were preserved probably forever they used to live in uh in uh wooden boats um and any shell fragments they've ever seen uh, that's how they that's how we knew that of the giant shipworm but the giant shipworm itself is like we've said uh, probably a thousand times already it's not a worm it's a mollusk it's a it's a clam it's a motherfucking clam um and which is I'm weird. What this fucking thing looks like. It's a, the average size of this thing is like three feet long, like a meter, like a baseball. It's shaped like a baseball bat with a fork at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, video they have where it just like flops out on the table. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got these. I mean, the siphons are at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and that is what sticks up into like the water column. Yeah, they they get they get they filter in the water and they pump in the water, uh, s- siphon it over through the uh, through the gills to the mouth. So their uh, gills their gills are also they don't really have like they have they have like a really small stomach, but they don't have like a digestive system. Right. Like pretty much their entire system is a giant gill, and they get uh, really their food and digestion and everything from. Uh, these uh, commensal um, symbionts of bacteria that live yeah. inside of them. Yeah, they're they're usually um, like sulfur bacteria, sulfur utilizing bacteria. They they're like uh, chemotrophs, so they make their energy out of out of other chemicals uh, through uh, reduction. Uh, sulfide consuming bacteria there we go it's so they're um, they're like they're super we- i mean mollusk in general really marine stuff usually are usually pretty fucking weird yeah like things that filter and use sulfide are even weirder like if this lagoon where it was living where this three foot fucking mollusk was living um would you call it earlier he was in a he he was in like a would you call it a worm condom? Yeah, it's definitely a a clam condom. Clam condom, that's what it was. You gotta, you've if if there's a video you watch, it's gotta be this one. Yeah, 
because they they crack this the end of this thing open with like a screwdriver and a hammer and they just like just like it out um, (laughs) out of the fucking that sound is really descriptive of what it looked like yeah i watched the video the way the way that he made that sound is what it looks like when it happens (laughs) it's it's gross it's so weird it's like it's a bivalve but yeah it doesn't have it's like a gooey duck or some shit like what the fuck like a thousand times bigger and grosser it's just a giant it's like a giant muscular foot yeah or not even muscular it's just like a a very out of shape foot for sure just (laughs) flops around it's fucking gross but it's crazy yeah i mean most most um bivalves most clams and mussels and stuff have a symbiotic relationship with uh microorganisms uh some type of microbe most most bivalves live on um in in like crummy looking water uh, (laughs) yeah like the brownest unclearest shit you can think of and if in this uh shipworm they found sulfide uh utilizing bacteria then that means yo man that was a lot of dead shit in that water yeah or a lot of any anything that was decomposing also that's what you're eating when you eat like oysters and clams yeah it's fucking gross but they taste so good god no they're so gross you are a liar, sir. No, <laughs> See, I can't stand them. Like, there's a fucking there's an oyster bar that opened up literally a hundred feet from my house, and I can see if it's busy by looking out my window. It <laughs> is. You get oysters in the Great Lakes? Not. They are shipped in daily from the from uh, all over the country. Oh, they have like, like twenty different varieties. Nice. This place is dope. dope. It's their happy hour is a dollar. Hawk a loogie onto a clam and clamshell, and it's the same shit. I mean, if it fucking tastes good, I don't give a shit. What it is. <laughs> I'll eat that's not. That's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Whatever. Some oil on it. Ugh. Some some lemon juice. A cracker and hot sauce. Yeah, shellfish in general are usually eat the most garbage eat sources of food that you would think of as a human. Like, oh no, it's just eating garbage. Oh uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I mean it is. Like shrimp are filter feeders and pick and and pick. That's different uh, though. Uh, even even shrimp, they just eat like the some shrimp will just eat like decomposing whatever the fuck on the bottom. Um Yeah, but shrimp clean other organisms of parasites. So you're just eating an animal that eats parasites. Like what the fuck, man? <laughs> the food is weird. I think it's better than filtering food out. That is true. That's kind of true. But, uh, I mean, I guess they're filtering stuff. Yeah. Mm. Again, everyone listening, I'm, 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 I don't ask a lot of you. Watch this video. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it is. Actually- you owe it to yourself to watch this gross-ass video, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool <laughs> and pretty disgusting, which is even more cool. Yeah, it's like, what in the shit is that? And it definitely looks like a worm, but they're not. It's this clam does not have two shells, as its name would uh, would imply. Would imply. Um, I really do like the the little graph they gave you at the bottom that helps you understand 
Or what the fuck it actually is. A little infograph. Yeah, because like, when they when they popped that shit out of the tube, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I had no yeah. idea. Like, There's parts hanging off, and I don't know what, what that was. It, it looks kind of like a jello mold of a baseball bat. Yeah. Like, actually, that's exactly what it is. No, yeah, that's that's actually a really good description of it. It's like dark brown, black with a hint of blue, like some fucking garbage homemade color jello. Yeah. TM, 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 TM. Yeah, it says, it says like Louisville Slugger on the side. It's weird. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Man, I would, I would do that if I saw this guy. If I it was if I was a guy extracting this thing, I would definitely write Louisville Slugger, Slugger yeah, on the shelf. Yeah, just like branded, like, like mount that shit on the branded wall. on the side of this door or this uh, clam. I'll just write it on the shell and just hang it up. Oh, you can do it on the shell too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it would stay. That's probably better than branding it, but eh, Meh, you know, it would be toasted for further eating. See, you probably eat this thing. I probably would. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't try it, but <laughs> yeah, you might not like it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Like but it. Fucking whatever. But it's so like it's weird because the mouth of it is at the very bottom of the like it's underneath the ground. Yeah, like all all the all the like tube like tube worms uh, and everything where they filter and then like bring all the food from. The filter all the way down into it. It's like it's always at the how bottom. How did you? How did you do that? How did you evolve that? Yeah, that's so weird. Like, why? <sighs> Very weird. All right, we done talking about this fucking gross ass. I could, cool yeah, thing? I could like talk about this weird shit for all day, but um, uh, we'll move I on. I mean, that's why we do the show, right? Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're only talking about the shipworm. <laughs> We're gonna find all the shipworm things we can find, but shipworm information. Right. He will be an expert. Exactly. Fuck this guy that has studied it since 1989. All, all Only dead ones. Only dead ones. So his career has been made. Right. So it's downhill for him oh. from here. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Back back to the BBC. The BBC News really likes that. Oh, yeah. This is, so this one's yours. You were all about it. Yeah, this one's awesome. Um this research group at St. Andrews University just published a paper, uh, I think last week, uh, late last week, um, in Nature Ecology Evolution, which is a, a new, I, I don't know what the actual term is, it's like a, hi train, what's up? Yeah, I'm I like, can't, I can't see you because it looks like the, the movie The Mist outside. <laughs> yeah, I live like equal distance from the oyster bar to the fucking train track uh i don't know what the word is for like a a different journal but under the same publisher like nature versus nature ecology evolution i don't really know are they separate journals technically i think so yeah i think i mean they're yeah they would be under different it's like it's like they uh, started a a new branch for ecology and evolution and so this is the first volume of that under its wing yeah, we go under the umbrella. Ooh, I like that. Keystone species. TM TM TM. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this group did a set of experiments with sticklebacks, a, a little fish. Uh, they tend to shoal um, a lot, and they gave shoals of 
the the fish a problem that had two parts one they had to find the food and then two they had to access the food so the food was some sort it was like hidden or like not immediately available and uh what's cool is that a fish by itself or what they're proposing is that a fish by itself is not able to do it all by himself he it's not experienced enough or only as good at or only experienced one part of the two parts that they're looking at and so in shoals that they're they're seeing that there is some type some type of like leadership or uh some type of partitioning of the work as it would be where some of them were like oh i know where the food is and the other one's like i know how to get the food and so they work together as a entire large group to actually get to the food yes so there it's literally like the the school of fish from nemo yeah (laughs) where they fucking like work together to tell them where to go go swim down yeah <laughs> not through the crevice <laughs> yes keep swimming or wait over no i don't know what it was uh they're in the net jesus christ you shit together <laughs> um yeah so they're saying that like one that the the fish are like teaching each other almost um, they found that they had there were stronger effects of having fish that had done it before in the group versus just untrained fish. So they they did multiple experiments here, which um, really, and- which really should change people's view of how, especially if you fish, because or really other animals that aren't humans or like dogs um, or humans, yeah. Um, I like. I was like. I'm pretty sure I know people that probably couldn't do these skills. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> find food and then get it out. And and then get it. Because um, uh, you know you always hear like you had like the memory of a goldfish, but yeah, goldfish can actually like do tricks, and fish are actually much more intelligent than we give them credit for. Oh yeah. I think most animals are more intelligent than we give them credit for. Uh, that's 100 percent um but yeah and so like i think things like this is really interesting because you can actually see via experimentation that wow they actually like work together and are able to think things through in a group setting yeah for sure um i think like this this press release and the interview with the the author uh really really hits it uh home even further like have you heard of IDEO, the the design company? Mm, I think so. Uh, they're the they're the one that um, it sounds familiar. Was commissioned to design most Apple products. Ah, mm-hmm. Uh, they did the iPhone. They did like those dumb green rolly desks that have like the swinging uh, desk uh, attachment and roll, and they have the backpack thing underneath. Like they did a whole bunch of dumb shit like that, but how they do it is that they have it's it's not different groups like something like this experiment would be they have a 
engineer, they have a philosopher, they have a writer, they have a fucking newspaper delivery person or whatever the hell, and they all work at the same problem at the same time, and they 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 draw on each other's experiences and their viewpoints. They they're what they're good at, and then it's like, oh, that just doesn't work because a normal person can't wouldn't use it. Yeah, like they famously had to solve the problem of uh, rubber coating the steel ball for the original computer mouse, and like they were trying to um, like move it. Like if you move the mouse, it would move. If you moved it one inch up, the mouse would move one inch up. But that would take forever and require a yeah. area of the entire screen. Which now I have a twenty-seven inch screen. It doesn't work. So, so and, and like, like they, they had people use it, use it and they're like, like this, this is like, like too, too slow. slow. Like, like why, why can't, can't you just move it? Because I, I know where it is. And I know where my hand. Oh my god! I think everybody's had the fucking mouse that does that. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like uh, most annoying shit. It's like the half broken one. Yeah. It needs a new battery. But stuff like that is this is just driving it home that we like you can you you need diverse skills. You need people that do a whole bunch of different things. What is my cat eating? <laughs> you should help your cat eat that. Yeah. So that there's my, my skills experience in. will uh, help my cat eat the fucking moth that she caught (laughs) (laughs) you dumb cat we just got done saying how animals are smarter than we give them credit for yeah i know this one's special though except for that cat this this yeah um that's a whole different (laughs) and like you can definitely see how this research would apply to like robotics uh, like, mm-hmm. there's a group in software in new york that's developing like underwater drones that swarm like fish schools do like why not just implement this system instead of having every shit. robot do the whole th- fucking thing like have specialists yes i want swarming drones you know what i i've been really thinking about i mean under my control but <laughs> true I've actually been thinking about either or both getting like one of those DJI like big phantom airborne drones and just like using that in research. And I also really want to get that open ROV, that fucking underwater drone. Yeah. I was like, I could do that. That would be awesome. You know how easy my job would be then? (laughs) Make a robot count my snails for me. They could definitely count your snails. Uh, yeah. Like, that thing is, like, 850. And you have to build it yourself, and that's it. Oh, that's all. You have an underwater robot. And that's really, yeah, and that's really not that expensive. <clears throat> no. For, like, science so. shit. Yeah. Like, that's barely anything. Most science equipment, if you are not in the field, is ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Oh my god. So, like, I've been toying with that idea. I don't know how far I'm going to get. If I do, I will fucking take take some video of it. <laughs> put put it on our cool website. Put it on here. Yep. It's perfect for. It. I feel like you have to do it now because you told them oh. all you would. 
I need to write down that timestamp on that cough, though. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> 5730. Wowie. All right. So let's go on to the next one. Yeah, let's do it. Sleeping Dragons. This is actually this is really perfect because as soon as this is over, I'm going to go to bed. Because <laughs> I've had a long fucking day. I, yeah. Two, yeah, right. it's pretty much like 7 in the morning to 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. at night of field work. It's like, ugh. And again, like I said, it's hot as fuck here in Florida. <laughs> now, what what's the actual temperature? I mean, hot as fuck. It's hot as fuck, but. Uh, well, I mean, it's Florida. I mean, it's kind of chilly, so it's been like 75. Okay. I can deal with that. <laughs> so I know, like, everywhere else, that's not chilly at all, but. Um, midday, I think it was, I think it was like 85. Okay. I can't wait for our summer or our spring, really. Yeah, Florida doesn't have really either one of those. It's just the summer season and then the hot season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm a big fan. I'm okay with it. All right. Um, What about these fucking sleeping dragons? Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't watched this video yet. It's it's just a quick explanatory video of what sleep is and how the lizards actually do it. Okay, I was like, is it a sleeping lizard? Yeah, like halfway through is a sleeping lizard. Nice. And they're like speeding it up. It's fucking nuts. So these little uh, <clears throat> bearded dragons, or what do they call them, Australian dragons? I'm not sure if that's yeah. the same thing or not. I think they're the same thing. The picture I got in here. They're probably in the same family. Yeah, right? they're definitely in the same or the same genus, probably. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it was just kind of going over. Um, this was also in science, um, but they were going over uh, really different how different animals sleep, and so uh, all animals sleep at some point in time, but not in the same way that you know, like a human would sleep. Question. Why? Why do I not sleep then? That's I don't know. That's your problem. I'm really good at sleeping. <laughs> I was like, I'll I'll lay down like outside in the field and take a nap. Yeah, I mean, people sleep, birds sleep, worms sleep, crocodiles sleep. Jason does Grant. not sleep. I don't. I'm a. I'm the newest, uh, <laughs> most, most basal species that doesn't. Sleep. Yeah, definitely basal. <clears throat> but uh, like. Have have we known that lizards sleep? Yeah, we yeah we definitely know that lizards have uh, that lizards have slept in the past, but we don't know um, uh, we don't know anything about their sleep states. So oh, okay. um, this one is going over rapid eye movements or REM sli- cycles. Um, so it's where your your body is mostly immobile. Um, you're pretty like comatose, uh, but yeah. your brain is moving a lot so you have rapid eye movement yeah it's just it's pretty fucking self-explanatory um so this was looking at the rim cycles for uh these dragons which i think is a much cooler name than lizards oh yeah and um hashtag call lizards dragons yeah hashtag <laughs> hashtag all those things yeah. um and so uh the rim the rim cycles uh Again, is the the brain generating high frequency waves? Um, so this is closely linked to dreaming. So they kind of looked at like the REM cycles 
of reptiles and of these lizards. And uh, I don't think they, you're not able to say that they're able to dream, but I think they were inferencing that um, it's very possible that uh, lizards are able to create memories with these uh, and to, or with, you know, with this REM cycles. Yeah. And uh, like possibly have, have dream sequences and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Right. And that's, that's when I want to know what they dream about, like eating. I mean, that's what I dream about. I'm going to get all up in that fly eating and beer. Like, I don't know what else. Fuck that cricket. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I'm going to, they're like, they're like whole dream cycle is like just out basking. It's also like 60 seconds long as opposed to like an hour and a half of a human. Yeah. It's really, really short. Um, and they have like a hundred of them at every night. But I don't know. I did it. I don't think it said where, like how long they sleep for. Right. Um, cause you know, if they're the entire time that they're asleep, you know, if they're only asleep for 30 minutes, then also when you're an animal, like, well, really any other animal, um, you can't go into like 60 minute comatose, times yeah he's fucking dead because yeah you're just gonna get eaten um <laughs> now i guess and i mean things like hummingbirds do that so they go into torpor which is basically the rim cycle but they they are totally immobile at night um because their metabolism is so fast they have to it's almost a death state because yeah. if they were running their metabolism at a normal rate they would die from hunger yeah, I think I think some species of small rodent do that as well. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, usually, the smaller the smaller the organism, the higher the metabolism. Yeah. Usually it it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Boy, do I have an equation for you, uh-oh. my dude. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to do any math tonight. Yeah. Um, math or meth? We talked about that. We talked about both those things. <laughs> in, it's true. In this Not podcast. at the same time. That's Not at the same time. Bad thing. Would be interesting. I'm sure there's an equation for meth too. Um, next week, next week we can talk about the equation for math. If you know the equation for math, maybe <laughs> let us know first. Send us an email. Um, <laughs> send it. Send it to Jason. Don't send it to me. <laughs> you don't have an email. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Um. <laughs> do Do you think during these like making making memories, they're like learning where food is or something like that? It's it doesn't say in this article or anything. Um. Oh yeah. This. I don't. I don't know. I don't know shit about sleep. I know that I'm terrible at it. This is gonna be. And I've been terrible at it for 17 years. Oh, <laughs> this is gonna be like total speculation. Um, yeah. But I think it would. I think it would make sense that if you know if when they're having if they're have if they're having and probably when they're having these dream sequences, I think it is. Um. It kind of in tunes with learning. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, learning specific uh things that they did and like that were successful in getting a meal or um or presumably the opposite yeah like night a nightmare i did this yeah nightmare of not getting food no god yeah the worst kind of god yeah i hope i don't have that tonight no no the worst kind of nightmare is the no alcohol oh god yeah like all the alcohol is gone uh, it's prohibition. No. Why is all the rum gone? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I bet that would work too. I bet they would be, you know, like, okay, well, I did 
I did this tactic last time I was hunting, I bet, you know, it, it didn't work. So next time that I won't do that because it didn't work. Yeah. No, that's kind of a cool thing though. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. So I think, I mean, I think it really does play into like learning cause, um, cause you know, like dream dreams kind of lead, you know, even human um, behavior leads into, uh, learning behaviors and things like that. So we, we learn from sitting and that's how, you know, you create a memory Yeah. based off. I, I just don't create any memories apparently. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, cause you know, like studying and shit, you're supposed to like study and then take like a 30 minute break before you go to bed and then go to bed. Yeah. And then you're supposed to remember. I don't know. I don't know. I wish studying. I, I wish I would have like listened to that when I was like actually <laughs> taking classes and shit. Studying, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, if you were supposed to study, then if if you were going to study, yeah, then do that, it that way. That's how they were told you're supposed to do that. We, this podcast is what's known as a secondary source, so yes, yeah. take that as you will. Yeah, <laughs> make your own assumptions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i thought this was a really cool um sleeping reptiles i want them to do this with snakes did they dream about like active killing active like i'm i'm a i'm a fucking bite that guy actively killing but they're just damn deer that walks by this time oh, i'm gonna bite them but they're just like squeezing everything the whole time not all of them Oh, I bet. Well, well, I bet they still have like rapid eye movement. Yeah, I bet they do. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, they can't they have brains. They can't close their eyes because they don't have eyelids. Oh, that'd be fucking crazy, though. Like, oh yeah, it would literally. I mean, it would look like a seizure. <laughs> I feel like I need snow motion video of that. Um, I will get to work on that. Gonna take, gonna take that project over. Who wants to hire me for a PhD? I'll do this. Uh, this person at the Max Planck Institute. Yeah, uh, you're going to Germany. Yeah, Rob, that's that's okay. <laughs> like we said, uh, they got beer, right? They have probably the the actualist beer. They're most real. They have a lot of beer, and they have a lot. They of have it. the beer. <laughs> well, I think I think that's all the news that we found for this week in like a day and a half, really. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, that was good stuff. It was. So always fun. If you guys got hot tips, tricks, cheat codes for fucking where to get science, let us know. Um, but but before we go, I mean, we don't have any questions this time, so you can you feel free to send us questions, comments, what what subjects you guys want to hear from. Send them to Jason at hashtag sciencecast.com. And we might read your question. We might talk about your topic. I I hope you definitely you 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 send us some interesting areas of science you want to hear from. We'll do our best to make it happen. I know a lot of people. <laughs> Matt knows a lot of people too. We'll make it happen. <laughs> or was we'll fucking make it up. Yeah. Fuck, uh, whatever. Making it up is always good. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's this? Uh, New thing you, you've got going on. Oh, so um, <clears throat> I gave a presentation on my research a uh, couple weeks ago. As you do. 
Yep, killed it. It was great. <laughs> Didn't win the award, but that's okay. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, they just had to give it to somebody else. It was fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> there is a... I guess it's two different... It's one... Really, really one organization, but it's two different um, subsects of it, I guess. Okay. okay. Uh, so <clears throat> the organization is um, SaveTheFrogs.com. Um, and so okay, they okay. go and they go out and do uh, a lot of outreach, uh, really throughout the world. Um, this guy gave a presentation um, that they did in, I believe it was Ghana. I I literally think our uh, BD protocol is from that website. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. So they yeah. So yeah, they yeah. so they go over. They they did a they did, I know they've done a lot of stuff in like West Africa. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so <clears throat> they're they're a little more established uh, in the U.S. as well. But um, the guy's based out of Gainesville, Florida, and um, say the Frog Day is actually uh, April, I believe it's 29th. I think it's next okay. day. Next Saturday. Yes, next Saturday. Um, so go outside, save a frog. Don't run it over. Um, but they, <laughs> they didn't do nothing to you. They really focus a lot of their attention on um, conservation uh, issues going on with frogs. Um, obviously cool. things with like the chytrid fungus or like yeah. the yeah. B-cell, um, that's really, Oh, B-cell. I was reading a lot about that like this week. I think we might be maybe getting into that too. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it, it's obviously really closely related, um, fungal species. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, they've done a lot of, a lot of research with that and a lot of outreach, um, based on, pretty much based on like just educating the public just on certain things like that. Um, the other thing that they have that they're kind of starting off, uh, and it's a really small side of it, um, is SaveTheSnakes.org. Okay. And so that one is currently uh, just focused on king cobras in India. Um, so again, something like a king cobra is going to often be killed in in, in yeah. especially. So uh-huh. <laughs> they're doing a lot of they're doing a lot of uh, outreach and stuff about again about educating the public. Um, yeah. Not killing everything you see. How many of those did they find in Florida? Um, it's like it probably three or three four three. in the past, like two years. <laughs> yeah, like what? The so, um, yeah, so it'll be eventually. I'm sure Florida will have a nice little population of exotic king cobras running around. <laughs> Woo! I mean, that's cool for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm interested in invasive species, especially herpetofauna, but, um, you know, I don't... And then you get to see some fucking king cobra. I, mean, I don't want them here, but if they're here, I'll study them. <laughs> so... <laughs> do, you, do you think they're going to, uh, uh, like, transition into snake fungal disease, too? Since they're already so, like, deep in uh, fungal disease of herps? Uh, I, th- I think so. I think that, I think, well, I think what they're focusing more so on right now especially with save the snakes. So again, it's just as just in India currently. Yeah. I've, I've talked to that guy and he really wants to start up, uh, kind of a, a program in, in the U S. Uh, I think you'll get, I, I talked to him cause I think South Florida is a really great place to start because, uh, yeah. uh as compared to like where I grew up in Alabama, like no, like no one has pet snakes. No one likes snakes at all. Yeah. South Florida is again totally different world. Um, there's actually a lot of a lot of reptile lovers down here, so sure, sure. Um, I think it would be a pretty easy place to kind of jumpstart a program like that. Um, 
especially with all the, I mean, there's tons and tons of like state parks and nature preserves and wildlife management areas. And yeah, um, I think it, I think it would be a good, so I think, I think it'd be a good place to start. Um, so I think currently it's just kind of focusing on, um, not like educating the public about like, you know, don't kill every snake. Yeah, that makes sense. And like, and like why snakes are good to have around instead of, you know, like my, you know, my child plays outside. So I have to kill every single thing that comes by. Yeah. And like, I I think, like you said, they might eventually go that route. I don't think we know enough about snake fungal disease to like start trying to prevent it or Um, do any conservation of it. uh, They barely know that it's, like how it's transmitted for Christ's sake. We, we know almost nothing about snake fungal disease. Um, I do, I do know that it is closely related to white nose syndrome in bats. Right. Um, which is pretty interesting. And if you, if you look at the, uh, distribution of white or white nose syndrome and snake fungal disease, it's, it overlays like almost exact. Um, so I know that they were talking about, uh, there's a possibility that it is somehow correlated to each other, uh, which is pretty crazy. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that later. That's an actual science topic. That's, that's, I need to, I need to get back in touch with a guy, um, a couple hours North who works at the Massasauga population and some of their snakes have, um, snake fungal snake fungal and it's not it's not catching on in the population and it's a very contained population that they have on the on the uh, uh uh national guard base there like it's all fenced in it's all preserved so weird fungus is weird in general Ooh, that's another note for me Ooh. Uh, fungus is just like super weird in general. Like it's just, uh, it's, it's all over the place. It, again, we don't, we almost know, we know almost nothing about fungus. Right. So, uh, it, it's definitely like an emerging field. Um, whenever I teach about mycology to my students, I'm always like, Hey, if this is even somewhat interesting to you, like this is a great field to go into because you will absolutely get tons of research. You'll absolutely get into like a job or whatever you want to do with this. And nobody knows anything about it, and and pretty much nobody's doing it, and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, so you know, pretty much anything you find out is like new shit. Nobody wants to do the hard work. So you're gonna be (laughs) like, you know, if you're doing fungal, if you're doing fungus research, like you're at the forefront of everything, because yeah, you know, there's almost no one out there that's doing that. For sure, which is pretty awesome, though. Yeah. So, so that's gonna do it for that's that's gonna do it for episode one, not even zero number one. Number one, fucking crushed it. I coughed a little bit, but that's you won't hear that in the recording. Do what? I I said I you'll hear some coughing now, but you won't hear it in the recording when this goes out. Oh. So. <laughs> Lucky you guys, I guess. Yeah, don't put that in there. <laughs> yeah, I won't. um i want to i want to do a huge shout out to uh john middleton at eastern washington university for getting some funding and doing uh his music algorithms project is how we made the the soundtrack to this freaking podcast um he was looking at how to change data into music files and so i took some of my data 
for parasite metabolism, threw it through that, and made our our theme song. Oh shit! I was gonna yeah. I was like I I needed to send you my stuff because I wanted to do that too. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get like a break music going on or something if we get these <laughs> longer two hour episodes in the far flung future. Yeah, but, I'll send my I'll send my GPS coordinate <laughs> stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like I'd be happy to deal with some of that. Um, any music we make, we have a SoundCloud page. Um, just search hashtag science. You'll find us on there. Um, <clears throat> we have a we have a Twitter. We are at the science cast if you want to give us a follow well we're hopefully starting to build a presence we'll take some questions there um some general interactions announcements hopefully this uh this thing turns into more than just a podcast i would i would really like it to um dude tv show like like some fucking some writing like get some interviews going on um, I'm going to be going to Ecuador here later, later in the year. And I'm going to definitely take some pictures, right? I'm going to put that somewhere. I got a website for that now. Especially if you're going to Ecuador. Yeah. Yeah. We got a website. You got a website this time. Last time we, episode zero, we had, uh, we, we had a recording of a podcast. Yeah. It was like, we pretty much had ourselves and that was about it. Uh, yeah, our website, hashtag sciencecast.com, where you can find all of our episodes ready for download. Um, about the show, all the, all, all the links, all the videos, all the all the good, good, sweet, good stuff that we talked about here today. Articles um, and all that. Yeah, and if you want to get in touch with us, again, Jason at hashtag sciencecast.com. Send us anything you want. Uh, recipes. Give me, give me some questions. Give me some comments. Give me, give me whatever you got. I'll take it. Just don't send me spam, cause I will hunt you down. <laughs> um, is there, is there anything else? I think that's it. I think, I think that's gonna do it. Yeah, I think it's um, midnight here, so I am ready to go to bed. Oh yeah, it's definitely midnight. Um, oh yeah, Facebook. Duh. Duh. Oh, we're on Facebook. Find hashtag science. Oh, I manage that too. Duh. <laughs> um yeah yeah i'm real excited that this thing is actually going you know yeah me too We've, it's, well, it's only t- it's only taken a year of me thinking about it six months of us actually planning putting it, it together and then and then four months of me building a website from scratch because i'm an idiot and want to do everything myself uh, better than i would have done so yeah shit uh Oh yeah, uh, you can you can get the show on iTunes. See, uh, you need to write all this stuff down. So you... this shit's on iTunes. It's coming to Google Play. It's coming. It's I haven't figured out the system yet. It's I need to not not drink for like thirty minutes tomorrow. I was like, mm. and then like look at the actual information and then put it in because I want more people to listen to the show. Like, this is a fun thing. I want to do it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You're talking about science? Okay. All day. I'm going to call in my favor, though. Holden, if you're out there and listening, I'm coming, buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you. I, I read that damn book for you. It's true. He owes you anyway. <clears throat> yeah, you, you owe me one, dog. I'm coming. I'm collecting. 
I already I already told you, but I'm I'm coming soon. Cause I want to I want to get some new new blood up in here. Like I want to talk to some some ecologists. I want to talk to a plant biologist. I got like stem cell researchers. I want I want everybody like get up in here. We're interested. I promise you. It sounds like we talk about snakes and dicks and fucking drinking all the time, but it's way cooler than that. I mean, we talk about those too, but we'll just talk about it in relation to what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make it relate somehow. <clears throat> yeah. So with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening. Thank and you guys and girls. Fucking have fun at the 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 march. Technically today, when this thing goes up, yeah, I'll, I'll be in. I'll be at the march in Detroit. I think Matt, you're gonna be in Fort Myers. Fort Myers, sick. Got my poster made already. <clears throat> Don't yeah. tread on science. <laughs> <laughs> I might just use that one. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's great. I I uh, printed off all my shit from the campus computer, so it was free. There you go. You know what I should do is if only I could have had fucking hashtag science shit put. Like, uh, yeah. When I, as soon as I was making this poster, I was like, "Oh shit! I should have put like, should have got like Harambe's face in the astronaut suit." Uh, I could do it. I could do it. I'm gonna do it. You should. If if you're in the Detroit area, and you're at the march, look at look out for our Harambe. <laughs> I'll be there. That's me. You you were listening to this guy. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Tell your friends. Thank you very much. Your friends. I don't give a fuck who you tell. Tell everybody. (laughs) Tell. And until next time, make sure that you're not listening to all the bullshit on the internet, and just, just, just wait for that, that good old hashtag science. Real science.